This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to the chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's word, apply it to our lives, hopefully becoming more encouraged and more like Jesus. But if this is your first time joining us today, I'm so glad that you found us online and I pray that something will touch your heart today and it will be a blessing. If you know anything about me, you know that I am definitely Holy Spirit led and each week we look at something that the Lord lays on my heart and it took me all week to figure out what we were going to be talking about but he finally reminded me of a post that I had put out on Facebook it was uh, it looked like a phone and it said Jesus calling and then there was you know a green and a red accept or decline And I got an interesting answer from someone uh, on social media. I didn't know them, but they gave me this answer. And that is what the Lord reminded me of today and what he wanted us to talk about. And that is on the subject of free will. So I want to look at that today, unpack um, some of God's word. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I am so thankful that you are faithful. And I thank you that whenever I ask and lean in that you answer me. And I just thank you for today's topic. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will fall in this place, that I will speak your truth with love, and that whatever we need to hear today, that you will open up our hearts and our ears for a fresh revelation so that we will know more about you and that we will align our lives with your word. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I mentioned, I had created this post. It looked like a telephone. It said Jesus calling. And there were two ways, just like a normal phone, whether it was a green or red, to accept or decline. And I had put that out there on social media. And one of the responses that I had gotten back was decline. And he went on to say why Uh, the shape of the world, different areas of the world where people were being hurt, where people were hurting, and, and why would God do that? And when I read it, I was actually very sad, sad because I believe there are a lot of people out there today that don't believe God is a loving God that look at the shape of the world and say, well, why? Why would he do this? Why is it so hard all over the place? Why is it so hard in my life? Why would a good God do that? And, and because he's allowing all of this to happen, well, I, I don't want anything to do with him. And they decline. They decline that invitation. So when I started thinking about that and realizing there are a lot of people that don't understand who God is and what his original design was, and they don't understand the shape of his heart. And they don't 
really understand that God gave all of us an amazing gift. And that gift is free will. So what is free will? Here is the definition of free will from a scriptural sense. Free will is the power to decide what you do in a certain situation. We get to decide how we're going to react, how we're going to live, how we're going to work and move. We get to decide what we're going to believe, who we love, what we eat. We get to decide. And I love that about God. God didn't create a bunch of robots who would just automatically, when they're born, start worshiping and serving and believing in him. No, he created us and gave us that gift so that we could come to him and love him in such a way that shows that it is our free will to do it. We get to choose him. And I was thinking about this, you know, thinking about my relationship with my kids and how much I love them and how much I love for them to reach out to me. I love to get a text or a call and just say, hey, mom, I was thinking about you. I love you. Hope you're having a good day. That makes my heart smile. But how different would it be if I demanded my children to reach out to me every Tuesday at four o'clock and send me an obligatory text or phone call and I demanded them to tell me that they loved me. Eh, might be fun for a while. Like, oh, they're calling. But you know what? I'm making them do it. And when you equate that to our relationship with God, it's the exact same thing. Why does he want people to forcibly follow him, forcibly love him, and do everything he says. No, he gives us free will. But the thing, the thing that we forget is that when we have the chance and the opportunity and the choice to make a choice, that it comes with a consequence, good or bad. I have a lot of experiences with consequences and the choices that I made in my old life. And as I've shared, you know, 17 years I struggled and I made my own choices and I drove my own bulldozer and drove through all of the things that I wanted and made them happen. And when you get off the bulldozer, there's a big mess. And that's what I had, a big mess in my life because I chose to drive it. I chose to make the decisions that I made. And when I got done, this was what I was left with. Consequences from my choices. And unfortunately, we all have that. Free will comes with consequences, good or bad. And if you are going to be a true follower of Christ, then you must exercise your free will with the reality of how your choices will impact other people. The problem is that those out there that are hitting decline and not wanting to follow Jesus and not believing that God is a good God and a faithful God, the choices that they make, they don't care how it impacts other people. They don't care 
that whatever they're doing right now interferes with what you have going on over here. They don't care. And everybody's free will gift and the choices that they're choosing are all different. We love freedom. We love the idea that we can have free will and make choices. But people don't always understand the ramifications of that and what that looks like today. So let's take a minute and look at what the Bible says about free will. And here are three examples for us to to look at. We have free will to decide who we will serve. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 15, 14, and 15. One of the marks of being human is that God has given us the ability to choose, including choosing who we are going to serve in this world. Number two, we have free will to decide if we will obey or disobey. If you fully obey the Lord your God, and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 2. And then here's Deute- Deuteronomy 28, 15. However, If you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these curses will come on you and overtake you. Are they literal curses or are they consequences from all the actions of choosing to not follow God? They definitely felt like curses when I was going through those 17 years making my own choices doing whatever I wanted in the flesh, it felt like curses, but they were actually the consequences from my actions. And so we have to remember that what we choose affects us and affects those around us. And then number three, we have free will to decide between life and death. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20. We have choices. 
We can choose who we're going to follow. We can decide whether or not we're going to obey or disobey God's words. And we have a decision. We can choose between life and death. So what is the shape of the world today? When you look at the world as a whole, what are people believing? Well, they're believing all kinds of things and in all kinds of gods, lowercase g. And people are angry, just like the gentleman who made the comment on my post and he hit decline. I could see that he was genuinely angry and he was declining because of the way he was looking at the shape of the world. And a lot of times we do that. We look at the shape of the world, we see what's happening and we blame God. We, we want to, in a sense, take back the decisions that we have made, the actions that we have made and say, well, look at God. I know I've done all of this stuff, but where are you? Why aren't you helping? Why aren't you working and moving over there? Why aren't you doing something? We blame God and we are not recognizing the consequences of all of our actions, not just in this chair, but the consequences of the people that are living in the other countries and around the world and how all of those work together for good or bad. We are today following our flesh. We are today turning away from God. We are today blatantly worshiping other things and other gods, lowercase g. We are idolizing money and people and power, and we are not aligning our lives with God's word. And while we're out there doing our own thing, not caring how it affects someone else because we can do what we want and it's it's our way it's our truth we can live however we want and it shouldn't affect you but it does all of our actions have consequences and they interact with other people giving the gift of free will isn't conditional God didn't say, okay, I'm going to give you all free will. But then he doesn't micromanage and jump into our situations and start fixing things when we've made choices that are hurting ourselves or that are hurting other people. God doesn't do that. God doesn't micromanage and take back and say, well, you can have free will, but paragraph B Part two says that if you do this, then I'll come in and I'll, I'll save you. That's, that's not what it is. Free will is a gift. It's a choice and it's a heavy, heavy choice. It comes with weight. Our decisions have consequences and they affect other people. God doesn't jump in when people decide to divorce someone. When people decide to abuse someone, when a country decides to go to war with, with someone over here, they're, they're using their free will. God doesn't jump in on that. 
God doesn't jump in when someone is utilizing their free will and crashes a plane into a building. God doesn't take away someone's free will when an organization is starting a sex trafficking trade. God doesn't jump into all of these areas where people are using their own free will and choosing other things other than God. What he does do is he promises to be with his people. He promises to love them. He offers them peace. He offers them everlasting life. He offers them his word, which he does not work outside of. And he says, if you were to align your lives with this word, if you were to follow my decrees, if you were to live the way that I have designed you to live, you will have freedom. You will have peace. You will have love. You will have joy. And I will be able to help you live that out even inside of a broken world when other people are choosing other things. The sad thing is that there will be people that will never choose Jesus. They will always hit decline when they are given a choice. That is why we are always going to have this pushback. We are always going to have this battle, this battle against good and evil, light and darkness, the devil and Jesus Christ. Until Jesus comes again, until revelations is fulfilled. We are always going to have this war of choice and people choosing different things. We are always going to have people operating in the flesh, being deceived by the devil and working for the devil. So what we need to understand today, and if I had an opportunity to speak to that gentleman who hit decline and who was very angry with God, I would say, you know what? What you see today is not his original design. God's original design was shalom, nothing missing and nothing broken. He created the most perfect, beautiful world for us to live in, where he was with us, walking with us in community. And yet when Adam and Eve chose to disobey, They were told, you can live here and live in freedom, but don't do this. When they chose to do that anyways, knowing that it was going to cause everything to change. That is when sin broke into the world. That is when we have what we have today. But what we have today is generation after generation after generation, countless generations of people choosing their own thing, how they're going to live, the sin and the consequence of that. I'm reminded of the ocean, right? The way that the ocean is today is because of years of trash and pollution going into the ocean. And we thought it would just disappear when it dropped below the level, right? And we couldn't see it anymore, but it's still there floating around. And we have the devastation that we have today in the ocean because of years and years and years and years and years of dumping into it. There's a consequence for that. And a lot of times we are trying to hide from the consequences of the choices that we've made for countless generations and we can't. 
it's here. And I would say to him, to anyone who is hitting the decline button right now on Jesus and the shape of the world is that we did this. We did this to ourselves. And people continue to choose other things other than Jesus. And so we have to decide today. We have to make a choice and say, what are we going to choose? Free will is a beautiful gift of God. Are we going to choose peace? Are we going to choose love? Are we going to choose him? It's a heavy question, and I want to leave that with you today. And I pray that as we think about the gift, that we will make the right choice, that we will choose Jesus, and we will continue to follow him. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I love how much you love us. And I love that even after Adam and Eve disobeyed and made the wrong choice, that you put a plan into action to bring us back to yourself. And you did that with your only son, Jesus, who willingly left his throne, willingly left to come to this world, to be born into this world as a man, to walk among us, to teach us, to show everyone your heart and ultimately we murdered him we put him on a cross and nailed him there but you you used that in a way where he conquered sin and death he conquered the plans of the devil and when we choose Jesus when we choose to follow him we can have all the gifts that were granted to us forgiveness of sins and joy and peace and love and healing and everlasting life. Lord, today, as we look at the shape of the world, we need to start choosing differently. We need to start choosing to follow your guidelines and your decrees and your commands to love one another, to forgive one another, to hold back punishment that we think people are deserving of and to let you Work and move in mighty ways in your justice. Help us to choose you each and every time and to love those and help those that are lost, that are still searching, that, that still don't understand your heart. Help us to shine brightly in this dark world and lead others to you. Help us to choose you. We love you and praise you and all God's people said, Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.